Hey guys, welcome to the Duke It Out podcast. I'm your host, Duke Watson. We have a special guest today, a comedian and musician. Yeah. And musician, <laughs> Samantha Archul. Um, I introduced you. For Usually I say introduce yourself, but fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> welcome. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm glad yeah. to have you on today. This is yeah, going to be a I'm good excited. episode. It's already been fun. <laughs> yeah. I, already, I was already talking to you about how, you're, how you like my girlfriend's favorite comedian when you walked so in today. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. She was upset she couldn't sit behind Cam today. <laughs> Oh, yeah, definitely tell her thank you so much. Yeah, I will. She'll probably watch this, you know. <laughs> I, I, maybe. I tried to get her not to watch it because I had Jimmy on. Um, it had been a couple episodes ago at this point, and he asked me to see a picture of my penis, and it got <laughs> and weird. I showed up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you did? <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, my God. What do you say? I want to know his reaction. You're like watch it. He was like thanks. He was like thanks. I don't I don't exactly remember, but he just he just was like John Brown's podcast. They never showed me their penis, and I've asked them multiple times. And That's I was hilarious. like, well, I got something on the brown petri dish. Yeah. <laughs> I got something on the brown petri yeah. dish. You want a podcast with more penis? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you want to, you want to, yeah. <laughs> That's what we have here. Oh my gosh. Oh man. So how long have you been doing the comedy thing? Um, I did my first set December of 2017. Mm. Yep. And you have won the Funny Stop contest before. Yeah, yeah. We were talking about Harvey. It's like, um, I would have not won without Harvey. He like did kind of like fight for me for that. Really? Uh, I was not supposed to share the win with Martin Malloy, but, uh, but yeah, um, he, he said he was like, "You deserve that that win." Yeah, he said that, and, and it, it was awesome too because it was the first set where I really was just being myself. I wasn't like, you know, how it's so performative when you're starting out. Yeah, it but is. you really got to find like that just natural voice. It's so hard to find. I'm kind of getting there finally. Finally, some of my jokes feel right now. Yeah, and when when how long have you been doing comedy? When did you start? Like six months ago. Six, yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, six months ago. I thought you were definitely at least a year in. That's yeah. crazy. I've been I've been interviewing people for almost two years and like oh. talking to people like for stuff like that, just doing that. But it's not that it's not comedy. It's but being able to have funny moments in podcasts and just being able to like be conversational has helped. But I'm not a person who could talk to the crowd. I can't do it. Really? Not yet. I can. Maybe if I tell myself I can, I, could, I would. You should try uh, Drew, uh, Drew's... It's, well, it's different now. It's a different show. But he's, he changed it again. Mm. Did you see? Now he's having like... A host and whatnot. I think he's having more comics do like 15. Yeah. And he said you can do st- your set now, though. Yeah. But I loved the... The first way he was doing it, too. Yeah, right? I did, too. That was yeah. fun. That was so much fun. I think they should... Do- do something like that. I think they. I want the funny stuff to have like a Tuesday show where there's like um some type of like topic game. Like um, I see them all all over social media with different comedians in different cities. Like so they do them different ways where it's like people write topics and you pull them out of a hat. Oh, that and sounds fun. Jo- everyone writes a joke about. There's like different ways to play the di- like. Sometimes it's like a projector and they put five words on the projector. Yeah, and jokes about that. They should do that because they have a projector. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, so they have. There's like that. Then there's like people. Everyone writes down a, a something funny when they walk in and put it in the hat. Like you could do something fun to like help yeah. people help the 
Amateurs cool. get their writing skills up. I do like that idea because what I the only thing that I didn't like, and it's nothing against the show, it's just uh, you know crowd work in, in that vein. It becomes roasty, and it's like I don't really want to roast people. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a I'm not that type of person. Me either. It's like <sighs> like I have to I know can. you for a while to be able to want to tell like a roast joke because I I don't know where your soft spots are, and I don't want to. I don't want to strike a vein. Yeah, with I know. A roast. That happened to me. They were like saying, like I was doing bad. I was like the third or fourth time I did that, and they, I was like not connecting with the crowd. And I was like, fuck. Uh, and then uh, they were. Drew was saying on stage, he was like, "You're not mean enough to do it," you know. And then I came back up and I did roast people, but I like touched on a person's like their marriage, and I was yeah. like, "Yeah, I don't like that." Yeah, but also like, <laughs> like, like I already said something. John Brown's podcast. So shout out John Brown, I guess today. But, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. I, John Brown said to uh, a couple, he said it to us, me and my girlfriend, but he does it to couples on crowd work. He'll be like, um, so who slept with more people before you guys started dating? Oh, that's He'll just hilarious. ask that question. You guys are like, ah. Uh. That's really funny. Who has the one where they ask, um, they ask, what, like, race is your least favorite? <laughs> Liam, Liam Sally. Yeah, that's so funny. That, yeah, it is Liam. Yeah, that's so funny. Actually, you know what? Let's do, um, because you brought up Liam here, Liam sent, I put out a post asking for questions from people who check out the show, mm. any of my supporters on all my social media. So anyone who's like, no, even just knows about the show, I sent yeah. out a question. And Liam sent in the um, first question. So I am going to. Um, oh, awesome. Pull up. Is his, this the wacky genre of questions? No, this is this is a, a this is from, you know, just from. Uh, this is like a written in question. This okay. is our first written in question. So shout out to Liam Salvage. Liam Salvage, I think, is scheduled to come on in this next month. Okay. So oh, so nice. you'll see you guys will see him in a couple weeks. But Liam said, if you have to kill one random person, you have to. Oh. How do you choose which person you're going to kill? Trump. I would murder the fuck out of him just because that would be amazing. And it sucks because liberal people. (laughs) Yeah, well, and liberal people aren't the ones who assassinate. So it sucks so much because he would have been assassinated forever ago. Oh, in the old days? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean. You you know why I'm surprised he wasn't? Is um, because he. The one thing that the, a lot of people liked about him was the fact that he didn't follow the rules. The, the yeah, norm. but it was all for selfish. He has no morals or integrity. Or, I, yeah, he's yeah. not. He's it's he's like he's the, doing it for his reasons. He's not. He wasn't doing it for the people he was representing. It's not the same. Mm-hmm. He, but but that I guess was just out of anger. I have a lot of anger toward him, and I would I would be able to murder him. I think. Yeah. But was the question more like how would you want to torture a person? No, it was, or how was would it, you who would your how would person you be? Okay. Yeah, I was like, yeah. yeah, I. But while we're on the Trump topic, yeah, I, yeah. I think that's one of the things people liked about him, that the people that did support. Yeah, him, they were like, uh, drain the swamp or whatever. Yeah, yeah. which and he like made it swampy. That, it was the, own that is the one. That, that's one of the things I did respect about him because I'm, I'm one of those people who kind of like don't care. You said you're more conspiracy too, and you're not like trusting other government. Yeah. So I can see that. So the reason I think it, he would have been assassinated is because the people who want the system to run the way it's been running, he disrupted the peace in D.C. Yeah. And presidents who have disrupted the peace before have been assassinated. Mm-hmm. And I was shocked that it didn't cause such an issue. Yeah. And he, and he just should be in prison. It's just like yeah, he he's him not being gotten away with way too much. Someone not trying to assassinate him made me more sus of him. Mm. 
Well, I think it's I think it's though because like it's always liberal. It's like Martin Luther King, John Lennon. It's always these peace voices that get assassinated. It's never like the terrible right wing people that are spreading Nazi shit. You know what I mean? And it's because liberal people are like have morals, I think. But not I don't I'm not like partisan. I just mean the liberal like progressive versus regressive. Yeah, and there's this thing. I think a lot of people that classify themselves as liberal and progressive today are very conservative in the way that they act. Because traditional traditional liberal and progressive, the foundation of being a progressive person is promoting the freedom of speech. The freedom of speech is the foundation of progressivism. And a lot of people It's who, the birth of our nation, too. Yeah. Like, and, well, that's what the progressive side of our nation has always protected. Yeah. Until the last 20 true. years. Now people that claim to be progressive are trying to limit free speech. And they're coming at comedians. They're coming oh, at entertainers. yeah, that whole side. And that's the liberal side when that's not a liberal. That has been the conservatives for the past all of history. Conservatives... Catholic conservatives were trying to silence the voices of, yeah. of different people, but now voter suppression, like even today, that's like a huge. Mm-hmm. I've been, I had like a job where I was doing videos and shit on that, and it's like disgusting, especially Ohio. Yeah, which is real sad. It's it's messed. The whole system is fucked. Yeah, it, it is. It's. I used to be super politically engaged, but then after Trump, I just like I was fed up with Romney in uh like 2012 yeah so it's like 2016 like when he ran and and got it it was just like if I was doing comedy at the time I would have voted for Trump no yeah four years of (laughs) content what are you talking about Joe Biden's so boring you can't make jokes about (laughs) for the jokes oh my god no he um... just for the humor because I wasn't doing comedy yet but if I was I would have I would have done it for the comedy. <laughs> I kept him in there for That's the joke. Because I wish I was doing comedy when he was in office. There was so much stuff he said that you could write jokes about. But it was almost too much. It was like the the markets flooded with Trump being stupid. Yeah, but they like, they put him on the media so much more than they have any other president. They were all they were. They were him. wet because I think that no one thought it could really happen. Like even SNL did that skit with Chappelle, mm-hmm. where everyone's watching the the uh, you know election and then so surprised at the end. But you know. Yeah, it's like, I guess his point was white America wasn't ready. But yeah, like, I did not think he would ever win. Yeah. But the, you're right. They gave him so much, like, of a voice in, in well, the media. It's all it was the people against him. It was the people against him. When you try and create hate for someone like that, they tried to write this hate narrative. It only inspired the people that didn't necessarily hate him yet. Yeah, they were, like, digging their heels in in defense. Yeah, when you come... They and you, did you hear that he did, aggressive. like, a speech where he talked about vaccines and then, like, uh, people were booing him? Mm-hmm. Like, it's getting out of his hands. Like, he created a beast. Who? Trump. Oh, well, Like, his followers now, like, if he talks about vaccines well, being good, thing. they're like, fuck you. <laughs> well, that, that, that's a weird thing, too. I, I like... I don't know what side or opinion I have. I just think some things are weird. I think it's weird how when Trump was rolling out the vaccine at the end of his thing, yeah. all of the all of the Democratic people were all over Twitter like, I'll never take a vaccine administered by Trump. And um, then now look at the vaccine and the way it's going with people. Well, on, I, on social media, because in reality, people aren't that crazy about it. And the core of that, though, I think is the disgusting, like... Um, profiting of of medicine like the the pfizer moderna johnson that was all for money that now they're coming out with a new vaccine that's literally like um uh an actual cure they're not doing it for money they're giving it to the world Ah, and it's like it's like um i didn't look into it my dad was telling me about it's like um 
they're like, I think they're a university. Oh, it's a university? Yeah, it's like actual just scientists that wanted to fucking cure everything. That's amazing. And it will get rid of all influenza and COVID viruses. It's like an actual vaccine. So it'll be all, what what is COVID? What's that kind of virus? SARS? Uh, SARS, right? Uh... So, Wait, COVID is, is SARS too. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. So the SARS is like the type of virus. Like influenza is the flus, and SARS are COVIDs. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I think you're right. Because there was the original SARS in the early 2000s. My mom got it when she was pregnant with my younger brother. Right. Oh my gosh. And my younger brother has been exposed on four occasions to people in like dorm oh, things. Shit. Right. Never. Oh. Never has got it. Oh, that's crazy. And like my family all got it once. He was the only one that didn't get it. My it's mom like, thinks that it, because she had it while she was pregnant with him, the the COVID one. Yeah. That's interesting. That he had. A, Just he, like he was, a natural understanding of how to fight that. Yeah. His body yeah. had some type of immunity to the first one. So when he was exposed to the second one, his body beat it right yeah, away. And now like, he's got the, the antibodies. That is. Yeah. <laughs> That's and that's I'm, I'm like that's a great that's a super interesting theory like that's cool yeah that's really cool so get sick when you're pregnant yeah. that's what I'm saying <laughs> be reckless <laughs> <laughs> yeah get out there in that pandemic <laughs> yeah. if you want your kid to be not be like like you know those kids who go to college and then they like get kicked out because they vomited all over the dorm and like oh, yeah. like had alcohol poisoning and they get a big get in big trouble at campus because they yeah. you know it's their first time experiencing alcohol. One way you could avoid that is by drinking while you're pregnant. So they have a tolerance. <laughs> no. Everything works with actual poison. <laughs> drink gasoline or drink cyanide so your baby will be uh, invincible. Immortal. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, I think we're science test here. I think we're it, being science. Yeah, I think we're get, we're getting we're getting on to some fucking interesting topics. Yeah. Though, honestly, we're definitely in, in that science. Oh, uh, let me answer Liam's question. Oh yeah, you need to answer. I'm all over the place. No, I, I, that's that's what makes this show fun. Yeah, that's <laughs> we keep it space. <laughs> this is Adam's most random podcast. That yeah, because I can't keep a train of thought. <laughs> If the host could keep a train of thought, maybe it wouldn't be so (laughs) No, but Liam, uh, how I would pick who I would kill. Yeah. I would pick them. Yeah, who would you pick? I think I would um, just go online and uh, look up pedophiles in the area. Okay. And find the the one who's committed the, like, most vulgar one. Like, who has the, the, like, someone who has, like, two offenses or something like that. Within, within, like, you know, a radius. You know, I'm not going to drive yeah, an no. hour for murder. Pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to inconvenience myself. <laughs> you should just go to the one that tells you what who's in your neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, just like, I'll just walk down the street, do a quick murder. Yeah. But pedophile is a good one. But have you ever seen the movie M? It's like mm. an old, I watched, I saw it because of a film class in school, but mm. it's like a German movie that was made in, like, I don't know. Think around World War Two times, but uh, it's about like it's weird that it's so old because it's about like a pedophile who's murdering and pedophiling these kids. Mm-hmm. But at the end, like when they catch him, it's like they have this empathetic thing with him, and he's like, "I don't know why I I, I black out," and I it's like weird, but it's like blacking out wouldn't be. I don't think that's how pedophilia works. I don't think yeah. you. I don't think you black out. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. 
I mean, but it is like weird schiz- to think he could be like, like schizophrenic or something, you know, or oh, bipolar, like multiple personality. Because yeah. those are all, I think, intertwined things like bipolar, schizophrenia, multiple yeah. personality. It's it's a great movie though. It doesn't come off bad, but excellent movie. But uh, but it's weird to think that every pedophile pretty much has been pedophiled, mm-hmm. and then it's like, yeah, if you got they pedophiled, and yeah. if if you got pedophiled at like a young age. Um, it's like that obviously is going to affect, that's going to affect your sexual shit. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, that's sad. But also yeah, the but victims people, are children. So it's like murder them. I don't know. It's crazy. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, some, <laughs> some people are, have, are pedophiles and they just like to be peed on, you know, <laughs> and, and their sexual stuff is definitely strange, but they don't, they don't really pedophile, you know, I, to some people, <laughs> the P was so—it's such a specific fetish to like <laughs> conflate with pedophilia. No, yeah, yeah. Instead of turning pedophile, we gotta appreciate yeah. the people who like to be peed on. Yeah, specifically, like or, that one fetish or the Cleveland steamer. You know, whatever yeah. you're into. Who? You know? What's your favorite fetish that you've ever learned of? If it's funny or you think it's like cool, because that's fun to talk about. I don't know. My um, like, I, I actually one of my jokes. <laughs> One of my, my jerk-off joke, my one of the first jokes I wrote, um, it's not, I don't know if it's really a fetish, but my buddy, when we were freshmen in high school, we were on the football bus on the way back from a game, and he's like, bro, you gotta check this out, this is the best shit on Pornhub. And like, he was being funny, mm-hmm. and he pulls up Brazilian fart porn, and it's just oh my God. Brazilian girls eating each other's asses and farting into each other's faces. Oh my god, that's disgusting. It's hilarious, though. And they're like, and they're like super pretty. <laughs> yes, yes, they're, yes. They're that makes beautiful. it funny. 10 out of 10 girls just farting <laughs> in each other's mouths. Oh my god, that's gross. Yeah, and I haven't been able to stop eating farts after <laughs> since I've seen it. Yeah, now I'm I'm addicted. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's a problem. Literally, so I hear a fart across yeah. the room. I'm my girlfriend, over there with my mouth open. Trying to capture them in bottles. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, oh my, my cousin, God. my cousin. This I really exposed this. My uncle told me this story about my little cousin. Um, they were in class and um, they farted, and they didn't want anyone else to smell it. Yeah. So they decided they were going to smell it all up. <laughs> Uncle just told me that story last like a week or two. I ago. just imagine them like getting out of their chair and running around. <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot! Oh man! So that's hilarious. Okay, let's let's talk a little bit more about you and your comedy here. Um, we have uh, we t- you won the Funny Stop contest, and how long was that into comedy? It was June of 2019. So you did. You weren't even doing it a year, or were you doing it a year? Um, I had all no, of 2018, like, all of 20, and then into June. Yeah. So, like, almost two years. Yeah, and then pandemic happened. What blew my mind about the pandemic, because my whole comedy career, I felt like if I wasn't performing, like, two or three times a week at least, I, would, I couldn't call myself a comedian. Or at least sometimes you're just chongs if you didn't get, like, another gig. Mm-hmm. But, um, but, yeah, it's like, once the pandemic hit... I couldn't go out for so long. I think it was like a year and a half I didn't do anything. And then um, when I came back to comedy, I feel like I had so much time to like reflect and work on my mental health that my performance, my stage presence is way better than it would have been if I would have never let myself fucking do that. So that's why I just told you I took like January off and it's like it's so important to like fucking, yeah, it's like don't, comedy is not, it's definitely a muscle and you have to stretch it and performing is so important. But like, some people can be naturally more funny than what others. Some people don't get it. 
Yeah. And it's like if you if you have like a, a humor, a sense of humor, and then um, you're in your way because of anxiety and shit, which that's what I think my biggest roadblock mm-hmm. is. Um, if you tear that down first, then like my goal is like in my 30s, I want to go somewhere where there's more opportunity, yeah. like Chicago or something. Chicago. Uh, yeah, I love my, Chicago. My thing is like when I'm a, when I'm like a year, like two years in, I want to go Austin, Nashville, somewhere warm that has a comedy Ooh, scene. Nice. I bet I've heard good things about Nashville. Nashville's great. I mean, they got like Theo Vaughn just came down there, and he he spiced up the scene a little bit, so he lives down there a lot. And oh, that's so cool. does um, my brother told me he was like, you need to watch Theo Vaughn. He's so funny. Yeah, I haven't really so seen does a set for Gatsby. I yeah. love Nathan Bargatze. Oh, yeah. my God. They both live in Nashville. So, like, those oh, are, yeah. That's, that's people who can... Those two people are big enough to, like, keep a scene exciting and bring in new talent. So, you know, there's got to be a lot of good people who are, you know, under them, featuring and headliners in the city. True, who, like, true. Have you ever been to Denver? I would love to live no. in Colorado. But Denver's sick. Like, Denver's awesome. I love that there's no, like, cars. They have, like, a constant bus situation. Oh, that's awesome. Isn't that so smart? Yeah. Yeah, it's like, bam, constant buses. <laughs> I wonder if we'll ever see a time where, like, we actually have, like, a system that we feel is efficient. Like, like, like future oh, shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. You, like, what we have right now, it doesn't feel efficient. You know? It's all time. How are we still on the first iteration after horses? Like, we're on cars. Yeah. How are we still on well, cars? There's a flying car that just came out. Did you see it? Um, I've heard that it was in the works. It came out. Yeah, here, wait. Let me let me find. Is that Tesla or? No, it's a flying car. I'm surprised it's not Tesla who made it. They're making robots over there. You heard about that? Are they? Oh, dude, it's weird. Yeah. Yeah. It's literally. Pardon me. It's pretty much a plane. Look at the pictures here. Its wings flap out and it flies. (laughs) It's like it's really funny looking. It's stupid. Because it looks literally like. Car plane. <laughs> it's literally just a car plane. Yeah, it literally just has wings. I was expecting more of like a, it's a super long car. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. But that's like I mean, on the market. Like doing. Uh, I don't know. Maybe okay, if you're it's a just like yeah, for yeah, like ultra rich people. I just don't. Um, I don't see why we want flying cars. I don't understand why we want them. Yeah. Why do we need to be in the sky? I feel like we should want electric powered trains that have solar. So, exactly. Solar trains that run over the whole country that are sonic trains, you know? And they said that they can make road out of a material that's naturally uh, uh, derives energy. Mm. Um, like solar shit. And they yeah. can make the roads out of that. Yeah. It's like, okay, why are we fixing the roads with cement right now? Or whatever the fuck we use, tar. Well, we don't have any money. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. We're, we're I don't old. know what they're doing with my money. <laughs> Your tax money? Yeah, what, what are they doing with it? Honestly, what are they doing with it? I want a receipt. <laughs> I want a receipt that says every dollar We're where it was spent. We're going to audit the government. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's this uh, comedian, I don't know where he's from, but he, he just got on the news a bunch off of a TikTok that went viral about him asking his landlord. Yeah, he was applying for an apartment, and he, he asked the landlord, he said, hey, can I get a reference from a previous tenant saying that you're a good oh, landlord? Oh, yeah. And um, they they. they they were like, fuck you. They were like, fuck you, no. They removed his application. Damn. For the apartment. And then wow. he went, he, I th- he's from Australia. That's it. He's from Australia. And then, like, the Australian head of real huh. estate was like, I mean, that's not an unreasonable request to ask for. It's not. Yeah. And I was like, damn, why don't they do it? Why do they- I know. Everything's on the businesses. We, like, have a worshipping. Yeah. Capitalism yeah. worships business. Yeah. And we have so- we have this social credit system here pretty much where it's like yelp everyone's rated everyone's yeah. got 
like some stars out of five, you know? And it takes so long for good behavior to get you anywhere, but bad behavior fucks you up. But we have this system like, that we're doing now. Why is that system only for some things, you know? Why isn't it for everything? Do you think it would be applicable or, or beneficial to have one for like social? Like chi- I think it's, is but, it like China, China and like South China, Korea? China's just kind of fucked up. Yeah. China, I'm I so scared of China. I don't China. think what you Google should prevent you from buying a house. That's that how it is in China. Yeah, like, like, like what your like your internet history is tracked on your social credit score. So if you're looking up things that they that wow. don't align with the Communist Party, you will not be able to get like actual like your social credit score yes. in China is tied with your actual you know, financial credit. So like you can't do like I you can't block someone's ability to buy a house because they're an asshole. Yeah, but like. Having, huh. having, uh, having, we social credit is a natural thing. People it like, builds up like your your reputation precedes you. Is the saying. Yeah, what's uh, what's it? Um, but what's interesting? Uh, it's not I an oligarchy. Politics. It's not an oligarchy. Um, it's uh, oligarchies the rich people. It's yeah. a, it's some kind of archy. Um, um, describe it a little. Meritocracy. Bit. <laughs> oh, I don't. I heard I see, that. I can't I see. remember what yeah. that means. Meritocracy. Is oh, on your, your merit. Yeah, on your merit. So if you're. <laughs> If you're a good person, or if you're good at what you do, you I make your way to the top. If you're the best person at one. what you're doing, you should be the, the number one person in that Well, thing. that's true. In terms of performance, so it's rated on performance. A meritocracy like, is like what a business should be. Yeah, like, it should be. If you're the best worker in your company, you should be get the promotion. Yes. Not the person who's best friends with the boss or the yeah, boss's cousin. Yeah, it's so much networking and like people, if they like yeah. you, it's... Like, um, Rogan always says that comedy is the closest thing to a meritocracy we have because... Mm. It's who's the best at it. Who's the, who's, who's the funniest gets the stage. But also, there's a lot of networking. There is, there is. There's a lot of networking. But he says it's the closest thing that yeah, he knows closest. of. Yeah, the closest. That's you know? true. That's true. I think, um, I think the closest performing thing is arts the in race. general. Foot race? Yeah. You can tell who's the fastest. Real, real quick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> who's the most, most coordinated? Exactly. <laughs> but nice. even then, it's like weird. Like if a if a super short person was with a super tall person, that short person's fucked because his stride is not matching. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's like thinking so about the think, variables in terms of like. Do you think in the Olympics there should be height classes <laughs> for running? <laughs> is there not? Because like, now I'm like there might. Be. That no, might there, be a there problem. Isn't. There is. It's just the fastest guys. They're all tall. I guess that's true. Like, in all races, there's never a measure to make sure it's completely equal it's just, with stride. No, it's just a human. You're right. There's no weight classes. Yeah. <laughs> See, no, I'm I'm against you. I disagree with you. I but, think instead of having, instead of adding the height yeah. classes to races, I think we should remove weight classes from fighting. I, think, I agree with that. <laughs> I think we should just let big dudes beat yeah, the fuck out of little some dudes. Small dudes. Yeah, like figure it out. Get crafty. Yeah, use your resources. Be quicker. Utilize your strengths. Yeah, you're faster than him. How can you do? So? It's like a, every every fucking fight would feel like a boss battle at the end, like in a video to, game. I think they used to be like that in UFC before. Like they're like, like too many people. Small guys big. are dying. Yeah, before they were big. Like I think that like they used to have like these like little dudes who knew like jujitsu and throws and tosses that would yeah. actually beat the crap out of these big dudes who could throw big punches. Like back back when they that'd were, be so satisfying to see. But sometimes there can be such a like Can you hand me a random high note? For sure. I actually which flavor do you want? Don't care. I do not. You a mango man? I'll take a mango. <laughs> um these are good. They yeah. They are. They're I they're I more they're more expensive than white claws, but I think they're actually 
made with real juice. Yeah, <laughs> I think they're actually better for you because it's actually it's not. Um, so what they put in the white cloves is like the same alcohol that they put in a beer. It's like this. Ah, weird like for like well, I guess all alcohols. It's like some type of alcohol that isn't like something that I know. But this <laughs> is actual vodka. It's just vodka oh. in there. So like it's not like it's a type of alcohol I know how my body reacts to. And the white claws have like whatever type of alcohol they put in there. However. There's a, a message like women who are pregnant should not drink alcohol. That's not true. You're like no. listen society. <laughs> no, I do think you should let your kid drink in high school so he doesn't look like a fool when he moves. I out. think that we need to remove the because I was an alcoholic kind of in college, dude. I, I love drinking alone. I would watch like movies and then I would drink with friends too. So it's like shit. That's a lot. Yeah, me. It's I've I've never really been like I love I like I like drink I like drinking a lot more. In college. I'm sorry for that loud sound. Oh, the camera shut off here. I'm just going to... Oh, yeah. No, the sound's still going, so I'm just going to do this. Yep, we're back. Is it... Are we going to... Yeah, the camera's back. Questions? Yeah, it'll be questions in here in a second. What was I saying? Oh. Yeah, but I was... I'm just, like, in college, I was, like, uh, in the morning, at lunchtime, in the afternoon, at nighttime, smoker. Like, oh, like all day. Like, oh, my God. So, do like, you smoke now? Pot? Yeah. Like, not like... Oh, that. you meant yeah, was weed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's pot, so much yeah. tobacco. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I did the vapes, but like... um. Yeah. Oh, that's better. Yeah. Yeah. Pop out my zen. <laughs> what is that? I meant to ask you. Oh, it's a nicotine salt. Ugh. So like, <laughs> Sounds nasty. Yeah, it's like citrus flavored. Kind of like chew, but better. But like, yeah, there's no like tobacco there's leaves. No, it's just yeah. nicotine. There's no tobacco. Interesting. Yeah. Does it like hurt your in your mouth? Because I feel like that's such a sensitive... It's very strong compared to, like, if, like, you're a cigarette smoker or a vape oh, smoker. Oh, it's like a head high? Yeah, if you're a cigarette oh, smoker or a vape smoker and you pop one of those that. those in, you'll get a head you're like, whoa. I actually, um, I just pop them in on the podcast because nicotine gives you, like, this head rush that actually fires your synapses faster. Interesting. Yeah, so the, the one of the positive, the one of the positives of nicotine is it, in, it helps creativity. Oh, wow. Yeah. Do you know what else helps creativity? I love this. There's, like, a study about it. If you fuck up your sleep schedule... Like if you're an, a person that um, goes, I don't to, have one. So maybe that's why. <laughs> well, maybe is. you have like one you do more often. Like if you um, usually stay up late and then sleep in late, mm. you could either wake up early or go to bed early, and it like Change that. Your rhythm. Yeah, it makes you. Um, they like tested people, had them do the same test. Or like, well, obviously not the same exact one, oh. but uh, uh, and the it was like a high percentage they perform better mm. when they were in their off of their sleep schedule. Yeah. I, I've heard that um, if you um, do uh, crack, it's really good for your creativity. Methamphetamine. <laughs> what it can do for the human ability. Uh, like bath salts. I love the zombie. Do you remember? I was just talking to my dad about this, how there was that fucking zombie scare that happened. How old were you? Were you in high school? When was the zombie You're 21 right now? Yeah. That blows my mind. I'll be 22 in April. Oh, wait, what day in April? The 3rd. Oh wow! Okay, well, I'm the 25th. Birthday? Yeah, you're in the 25th. Yeah, so That's you're in my Aries. Younger brother's birthday. Really? Yes. Oh my gosh! That's crazy. <laughs> That's random. Yeah. And you, it's weird that you're both April. Yeah. Dude, the, all my family, my mom, so dad, and brother are October. Taurus. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they and it makes sense. I'm like, this conversation's awesome. Aries and Taurus are like friends. Yeah, yeah. It's like me and my friend. younger me and my younger brother are like the people like I, I talk to him all the time. We're, that makes sense. It's always great conversation. <laughs> yeah. Here, okay. So oh, yeah. let's do this. We um I have a, a cup from Taco Bell. 
Do you oh. care if I have another watermelon one? Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't know if there is another one. I think there's only two of each, and I drank the other watermelon. Oh, you're right. What's the? There's pineapple, mango, passion fruit. I think left. I will try passion fruit. <laughs> so I popped two questions out of this um, Taco Bell cup, and that's uh, going to be a new tradition about thirty minutes into the show. It's a new segment. Yeah. And uh, all right, are you ready for the first one? Oh yes. my gosh. Okay, do you believe in manifestation? Because yes. if you don't, you're about to. I Well, I already do, but yeah. How long do you think you'd survive in a zombie apocalypse? I'd kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> I actually thought about this a lot because zombies are a huge part of my life. But, and uh, I seriously, like, I want to have a gun for this reason because I'm not going to be dirty and hungry and tired and then probably going to get eaten alive for years. Mm-hmm. Like, did you watch The Walking Dead? There's an episode where they shit on the people mm-hmm. that would want to kill themselves. And it's like, what are you living for? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like, if society is over... Yeah, I don't, I don't know, because there's this. We're still animals inside. Yeah, and animals survive the best they can. That's my question. Do the zombies eat like dogs and cats and bears? Some too? movies they don't. Like Dawn of the Dead, the remake, the dog could go through the with the pack on its back to the gun store guy. So they don't eat them in that. But in Walking Dead, they eat horses. It's like that's like an mm. off. Yeah, that's like. Do they eat everything? Do they not? Uh, I feel like they would eat everything. So there what, was a movie that had like a zombie elephant in it. Hmm. I can't remember what it was. Yeah, that makes more sense if they ate everything. Yeah. Then I because then they're an animal. Like, yeah. They're just like cannibals specifically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So wait, when was the zombie scare that you're talking about? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. How did we skip over that? That was like well, I want to say. You manifested this question. Yeah. <laughs> and I've had exclusively zombie dreams from like. My whole life, almost. Really? So, you got recurring zombie dreams. Yeah. I got recurring shark dreams. That's interesting. Yeah, I'm always on a raft fighting like a shark. I do like sharks. Have you seen the movie Jaws? Yes. Yes. Great movie. Heard of Jaws. <laughs> it's a great movie. Yeah, it is a good movie. I love Shark Week every year. It's one of my favorites. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, that's one of my favorite movies ever, actually. Jaws? Mm-hmm. It's like one yeah. of the best horror movies. Because it's like, I didn't watch it until my 20s, because I was like, how is that going to even be interesting? Mm-hmm. And it's like... Film, artfully written film like, class when i is when i watch it so like me what, too the movies i watched in film class with people with like the teacher who really appreciated film are the best movies i've ever experienced because yeah. they like really like talked about like what it really was all about like the movies i got a deeper understanding of through that class mm-hmm. i love you know um what uh movies Shaw- did you watch shawshank jaws saving private ryan um oh yeah Man, we watched a bunch of movies, but any movie that like I, I see from there, it's like I have way more appreciation for that one. I totally know what you mean. I, love film I class. saw Do the Right Thing in film class, mm. and that was like, oh, that was a experience. Pay it forward. I think no, that was uh, no. The Pay It Forward movie was religion class. I think it got me cool. <laughs> I can't remember Pay Still It Forward. Like yeah, it's just a movie about like do, doing do doing, good deeds. doing good deeds, being a good little Christian, and coming back to the you know whoever started it, they got their good deed back eventually. Aww. It followed a, the person, like it followed a good deed, and each person and it did could, circle back. It, it came back. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, Aww. too bad that's not real. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that made me sad hearing that because I was like, if only. <laughs> but, no, I think uh, it is real. Um, what would you do? Because you have to answer it too, mm. right? Um, I would definitely not want to be bothered <laughs> with like having it. I can't handle how animalistic society is already. Mm-hmm. So like uncivilized society, I'm like we're fucking animals actually, and I can't yeah, handle. I it. feel like that would be like my prime. 
I don't know. Like, would you become be, evil? Yeah, or probably. Like, <laughs> I'd probably be a bad guy. If you got superheroes, would you be a villain? I'd be like anti-hero. Be like you could vigilante. hire me. Yeah, you could hire. No, I'd be like, I'd be like, you could hire me to do good stuff for you, but also like, <laughs> I'll kill the rival heroin sellers. Yeah, it's like I do whatever. Like if I'm on the vibes with the person, my client. Yeah, right. <laughs> Literally, I'd just be like be a, a mercenary. Yeah, yeah, you'd be like a hitman. I'd rob a couple of banks, but also like I'd I wouldn't hurt anybody. And it's like, who the fuck wants to become society's fucking like janitor? Yeah, it's like no, they have superpowers. Yeah, but if a- aliens popped up and started attacking us, I would try and save the planet. I would fight the aliens. I would fight the aliens. <laughs> Yes, yes. Isn't it crazy that the government was like, aliens have been real, the pandemic's happening, who cares? Yeah, a- aliens, um... <laughs> I feel like you have some opinions. Yeah, aliens are real as shit. The only reason I know... <laughs> the only reason I know... What does that mean? You know, they're out there, man. They're, yeah. They're out there. Well, aliens. how do you know they're shit? Oh, they're... Oh, they probably don't shit. <laughs> no, no, I, I don't think I they... I thought you said they were you... shit, like... You know who they are, and they suck. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. Alien, <laughs> aliens are real as shit. Like they're yeah. real. They're they're hundred percent real. I believe. I believe in aliens. I know because this one made me lick its nipple. Uh, <laughs> true story. Oh my god! <laughs> to get a bank loan, like yeah. it's not even sexual. <laughs> um, like. That's hilarious. It was just, uh, that's how he collected DNA. He yeah. needed a sample. And like, I'm out of probes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My and, No, he's like, it's not weird, dude. He's like, he's like, just don't, don't think of it as anything more than like, I'm just collecting data and I'm not even going to kidnap you because like, you're cool. You know? I told yeah. him a joke and he was like, ah, I like that. You know? And the alien laugh. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I used to jerk off. And then I kept doing it. Yeah. Want to see a picture of my dick? <laughs> <laughs> then he shows you his, and you just feel like less of a man. No, I feel like aliens don't even got dicks. They're well. It's like would I, all I feel like we assume aliens would be hyper intelligent, but well, I guess to reach us, they'd have yes, to be yeah, to reach, smarter than us. If they visit, if they're visiting us, they're yeah. gonna be super intelligent. But, but maybe if we they were, were to really find dumb them, in other ways. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they're definitely. They're like we're real good at travel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're like math. You know, like, no, you need math. Math it's, for engineering, you do. Well, math, yeah, math exists. Math, <laughs> it's true. Do you know um, that math exists? Like it exists. That's debatable, mm-hmm. according to Freud. Oh, I don't know. I don't know about that, but <laughs> or Friedrich Nietzsche. I just said Freud. I don't know exactly what that is, but the thing about math, I'm not like some genius or something, but what I, from what I've understood is mm-hmm. that math wasn't created. Language was created, yeah. and. History has uh, been history has been recorded. Science is um, a science isn't mm. a no science is um, a method of testing. Yeah, and math has been discovered because math exists in the universe, and we discovered math and how to figure out how things work because like math we use math to it's like a methodology yeah it, it works it makes bridges stay up it makes guns fire so you're saying like the counting and subtraction and everything of everything was innate and we discovered it as opposed to it's something that we yeah. utilize to understand our environment yeah because the universe is math it's all just math it's expanding at this rate through this by this this formula it's um, all math it's all underst- and einstein was like you know you know Physics, formulaics, that's well, yeah. math. Physics is physics. Physics Science is math. math. 
Science yeah. is a lot of math. It's a so much math. It's using math. So, like, math was the one that's one subject that you learn in school yeah. that was real. But they don't teach it in an exciting way like it's, that. It's Why don't they tell us about what math is? But, but it's hard to understand because we only understand it through numbers that we've invented. Yes, we've created the, yeah. the way, like, just like... Um, math is our... So, yeah, like, this can... Language for it. Yeah, this can is however tall. Yeah. And it's that tall no matter what. Mm-hmm. But if I took a ruler and measured it, we created this ruler to give an exact, like a I reference. I see what you're saying. You're record. saying that there's there's like an underlying mathematic uh, formula for everything, mm-hmm. and our life has been spent kind yeah. of everything's measurable in some some form or way, and we just create units of measurement. We don't cre- we didn't create math. We just the, found the, out the math. Freud uh, the Freud I keep saying Freud the Nietzsche thing. Um, like I was doing this thing in school about how like agnosticism is the only real religion because it's like, um, the truth is me too. Yeah. But it is the only real religion because it's the only one that says we don't know. And that's the fucking facts. None of us actually know faith by definition means believing something without evidence. Yes. Yes. So it's not a religion. But someone brought up, I wouldn't consider it a religion. Would you? What? Agnosticism? No. I'd consider that a belief. It's not a theology. It's not a theology or it's, yeah, it's not the most real religion. It's (laughs) anti-theology. That, yeah, I was going to say, I love the Bible, actually. I'm a per- like, Really? Uh, yeah. I, I tried to read it. <laughs> so I grew up um, Catholic, Catholic, and yeah. I went to Catholic school from kindergarten to senior year. Wow. So I had religion class every day. Yeah. Was it, like, real entire... Catholic, or was it, like, Jesuit-y? No, it's uh, Roman Catholic. Ooh. Yeah, that's, like, Catholic. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> My dad went to a Jesuit it's like, school. It's, like, gays go to hell Catholic. Yeah, damn. Yeah. Was it, like... But, like, they canceled that. Yeah, the Pope was like, yeah, the po- well, actually, I think, y'all be in name. <laughs> actually, I don't think the Pope said gays don't go to hell. Mm, you're right. I think he, he just said, said he that said, it was okay. Don't, like, no, well, he said, he said, we can't persecute them, pretty much. Mm-hmm. I don't know his exact quote. I wish I did, but I don't know a lot of things. Yeah. But, actually, I don't know anything. Could fill a Bible much. with what I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yes. Yeah, but the, um, the, the he did he pretty much said don't be mean to gay people, yeah, which is pretty like, stop being a dick. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense, and it is true. I mean, Christians like I saw a thing where um, it's such a good point. Like with the AIDS thing, there were Christians that were like, "That's God murdering you for being gay," you yeah. know, and it's like that's not Christianity. That's not what. Yeah, that's not what Jesus See, would have wanted. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I I love the Bible because if you take it for your own understanding. There's yeah. n- almost nothing in there that's bad. There's plenty of stuff that that when you, when you just read it literally, it's yeah. terrible. Yeah. <laughs> but like, if you infer the meaning of it, yeah. You mean. Don't eat shellfish. Yeah. Don't wear wool. Yeah. Don't. Linen. Yeah. Don't eat shellfish. Well, shellfish gave people food poisoning when it got hot and it killed people. That's life advice. I love, you're going to love this quote, I think. I love Christopher Hitchens. He, Mm -hmm. like, debated religion and stuff. One of my favorite quotes from him is, like, just as astrology preceded astronomy and alchemy preceded uh, chemistry, religion preceded philosophy. Mm -hmm. And it is. It was our first trying to teach mankind something. Mm -hmm. Um, And morals and all that, that's what fables are. It was just keeping people safe, keeping people nice to each other. Don't murder your neighbor. Let's live together in peace. It's like the foundations of society. It's it's what it is. It is. And it has 
become this organization and organizations have corrupt parts and great parts. So like that's I I hate people who are agnostic or atheist and are harsh to religious people. Like hate it. Yeah. yeah that makes me angry. It, because they're the exact same thing as the people that they are talking that they hate. Yeah. They're the exact same thing. So like I just think no matter what, if you're Catholic, Muslim, Jewish, Christian, mm-hmm. Hindu Buddhist. Buddhist. <laughs> That's all the religions. I yeah. <laughs> yeah, like. And if you're any of those, as long as you're not like, fuck you to anyone in another religion, you're doing it right. Yeah, honestly. And it's sad, like, if you look from the macro, I'm sure it's like, I feel like Christians, ironically, would be the ones that were the most superior feeling about it. Yeah. Just because of, like, the modern world. Well, yeah, we own the, we made the calendar, Louis C.K., you know? <laughs> yeah, that's so true. Wait, was that Louis C.K.? Yeah, I think he, yeah, he did. No, it's C.K. I remembered specifically the special you were talking about. Yeah, because it it's, it's like everyone has to live off of our calendar now. Yeah, because he talks about the Mayans, right? Yeah. I haven't seen that in a while. I don't know. I, I, really, I thought it was in the same one where he talks about, what, the polar bears are brown. What are you doing as God mm-hmm. to Christians? Because he gave them us the earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, why wouldn't you have to take care of it? <laughs> All right. Let's uh, Ooh, yeah. do a second question. Yes. Right? Yes. You get a million dollars, right? Mm-hmm. You only have 24 hours to spend it and it goes away. Oh, my gosh. What are you buying that day? Ooh, that one I'm going to have to cut them all over, I think, a little bit. And you can't, like, buy stock in Tesla or, like, buy if I'm gonna, you, Did you say I'm going to die? No, no, no. You have a mil- you get a million dollars and it disappears. Oh, 24, it disappears. The, yeah. the money is gone. Oh, so you have to use as of much day. of it as you, you possibly can. You have to use can. as much of a million dollars as you can. Whoa. But you can't invest your money. Like, you couldn't invest your oh, money. Oh, because you in, would just be like, I'll put it all in Yeah, I'd put it in, in Tesla and Facebook and big stocks, or yeah. I could put it all in Bitcoin, you know? Yeah. No, we're not doing that. Yeah, that's dumb. You could that's buy, dumb. yeah, you could buy stuff that you could use. Okay. And how realistic are we going about it? Because it's like buying a house takes so much time. So it's like... You could buy a house, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Ooh. my One of my dreams is always to buy like a hillside kind of like mm. um Cusco you know mm. Emperor's New Groove okay. have like your own little hill with your family like so your family's there like far but close okay uh, in paradise like a little fucking nice mountain in Colorado in my head get yourself a big old house in Colorado that would be amazing yeah just in, if co- everything could be paid mm-hmm. I'm interested to hear what yours is gonna be because I feel like I used my bad perhaps no that's good that's good I'd probably do <laughs> so million dollars right Million dollars, I would get a like two hundred thousand dollar house, maybe three hundred thousand dollar house, you know, okay. something nice and comfortable. Nice, yeah, like a nice house. Nice and comfortable. That's not that crazy if you're near a big city. I'd go like somewhere near a city that I could drive thirty minutes nice. and walk to four or five stages. You know, walk to four or five mics. Yeah, somewhere. that's the dream. Yeah, yeah to be real close. And buy something nice like that. Yeah. And then, um, because it sucks, it's only for one day. Because yeah. it's like, if I had money, my one of the biggest things I want to do with my life is like make like a movie. I would love to make a fucking movie. Uh, but that is hard to do. I hate the idea of doing it with a small budget. Yeah. 
It's, a it's hard. I, yeah, I'm, well, that's actually one of my dreams too. Really? Yeah. Uh, have movies. you done much screenwriting? I've, I have uh, little bits. It's fun. Bits, bits and pieces, because I've got, I've got whole storylines, but the screenwriting part, I've only done small amounts. Yeah. The actual getting the the whole minute per minute out. Right. But um, what I do? So yeah. $300,000 house. Yeah. Oh, I would yeah. buy a um, GTR, Nissan GTR, the one from okay. Too Fast, Too Furious. <laughs> okay. I don't even like cars, but that's the only car. It's I've smart ever... to get a good car. I, I... Yeah, that's the car that I'm going to die in, you know, when I'm, <laughs> I'm on a Paul Walker. Yeah, I'm going to Tokyo drift myself off a cliff. Yeah, exactly. On accident. <laughs> but, like, but, like, it's dangerous, and I don't know if I'm that good of a driver, but, like, <laughs> I get a fast car. And Okay. Yeah. Then what I would get is the best. I would spend a half a million dollars on a business that I would make. It'd be like Dream or whatever, because like Dream's my thing. I like Dreams. Yeah. I, I like that idea. So um, it'd be like Dream Entertainment, and it'd be like the business, like the in-store business. And basically, what it would be is like. A movie theater in the back. Awesome. So like, there's like a couple theaters, right? They play your like movies you want in there. The yeah. yeah, they play what I I want. So like, but also they play like I'd have a play like short films in mm. one, and like it'd be from local creators. That's and, cool. Like, it'd be like people who like Ooh. made it in that city, and so it'd be like um, short films all the way up to like regular full length feature films that have worked their way from the short films up to make like a a real film environment in some city and then what it would do is you could buy a membership there and um your membership would get you like a green screen studio with cameras or if you were a musician there'd be it's pretty much like a recording studio yeah, just like an art you know having all the resources all the resources to do whatever kind of art you wanted to do would be in this building and then there'd be theaters and rooms to express show this art yeah. so like you could do comedy there you could do movies there you that's could do plays awesome. so it'd just be like a really create i that's what i'd spend my money that's on if i got cool. a bunch of money i've always wanted to have um like i would love to open a um a comedy club that is under that meritocracy like mm-hmm. the funniest you person have, goes up yeah exactly if you have like you can just tell when people are like oh you have perspective mm-hmm. and that's what is innate in comedy that's what yeah. people they're listening to you talk yeah. if you don't have perspective what are you fucking saying? Unless it's that's, what, that's hard. That's the hardest part of comedy for me. Yeah, is because it's hard for a twenty-one-year-old. I am. I don't want to sound like I'm bragging, but I feel like I have very a very broad picture for someone my age. I would have never world. thought you were twenty-one. Mm-hmm. Like I really never like. It's hard to even retain. You know, yeah. like <laughs> so I've got a big worldview for someone my age, but when it comes to perspective that's not just your worldview it's also your life experience with yes. combined with your worldview and yes. i lack life experience compared to some of the other comics who have lived 10 more years than me and had 10 more years of real life experience that's so true. like so it's hard for me to relate to some of the crowds at the shows because the show the people at the shows are in their 40s yeah it's kind of an older crowd and i'm to them they're kid they don't look at they look at me and they're like, this could be my kid. They don't look at me and be like, this is an adult making jokes. 
Huh, that's interesting. But I, what I like to, but most of the time up there, I'm drawing parallels between my, me and my parents and our different generations. So oh, like, true. That's true. You have to, you do have to find that way to like break into that type. Like I found that it, cause I have a lot of dirty, I don't know why my shit, like I have dirty words, but I don't think I'm ever raunchy. Um, but it's like, I don't have dirty words, but it's always raunchy. <laughs> I, do, I do feel like it's like the, like it's on dirty topics, you know, but like yeah. I found that you have to. You really have to like find that line. Find the way to present it to those to your demographic. Exactly. Hey, do you care if I run my latest bit by you? No. Yeah. Yeah. Ahead. All right. So I don't know how I'm going to do it, but it's I was thinking about the country, mm-hmm. this the state of our country of America. Yeah. And I think that our country should be like the like badass hippie country like all the drugs are legal where we party we have great movies like because that's what yeah, we're good amsterdam at. We're yeah. amsterdam us yeah but that's what we're good at here we're good at creativity and movies and music and like yeah. we have the stars here so mm-hmm. we embrace that and become this entertainment like very smart. very hippie very drug friendly all this place yeah. but also we'll kick your ass right <laughs> but re- realistically I don't see our country as the as the cool, strong hippie. Uh-huh. I see our country more like I see furry porn. You know? <laughs> <Why>? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know why they dressed up like cats. Don't understand why. Sometimes I like it. <laughs> but a lot of the time I'm just sitting there like, how did we get here? <laughs> I want to work that idea yeah, into a bit. I do like that a lot. I think, like, if you can choose an it's animal. Yeah. But, too, if you can choose an animal that, like, relates to something else in some way. Like, I don't know if donkeys and elephants is too political. But, like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, then I think it would, like, full circle the the analogy. Oh, so, yeah. I, I have another joke that references a cat. I could tell really? a joke after that. I love cat jokes. Yeah. Well, That's you funny, though. Mine. Really? <laughs> is it, like, an anti-cat? It's like a... It's, murdering of it's just cats. references a cat. It is a murder <laughs> of a cat joke. Well, to what you said about Amsterdam, though, um, just, like, that made me think about it. I watched this documentary about like this murderer in Times Square in the 70s mm-hmm. and like you know taxi driver it was fucking terrible in the 70s in New York and they had porn everywhere and like you know mm-hmm. like they were trying that was America trying to Amsterdam and we like are terrible I guess yeah like why did it become dangerous and shit maybe the economy what, in New York well it's just the, that's probably it in America we're hard asses we are like that's we're the, yeah. I mean, how we got here is we kicked everyone's ass. And we murdered British people. Lobster backs. <laughs> we murdered a lot of people. Yeah. We have fought. Our our plate, we have fought to have this country. Yeah. Not always for just reasons, but. Yeah, sometimes just because. <laughs> yeah, just because we wanted more country, more land, you know. We're just like, listen. <laughs> we we need something to do, you know. Yeah. You know, you get bored at your house, you go steal your neighbor's house. Yeah, it's like, we hear you've been thinking about communism over here. Uh, no, exactly, yeah. exactly. Oh so now gosh. America. Yeah. I don't know. It's a weird world here that we live in. Yeah, it really is. But uh, but also, like, I heard something someone talking about this the other day. I want to say it was Schultz, Andrew Schultz, on his podcast. But, mm. yes... I, maybe it wasn't, but like, yes, America uh, doesn't have a perfect history. We've murdered a lot of people and we had slavery and all these things we did wrong, but we shouldn't make kids think America's this terrible, evil place. 
as they're growing up. That's how, like, it's kind of how I was taught through school. That's what I feel like. Like, my history teachers and my my um, uh, government teachers and stuff, they they kind of paint it like we're in the we're we're terrible. We should we're, we should just feel guilty for the way that this country is. But I think you have to like just like as a human being, you have to acknowledge your mistakes and not yeah. make them again. Yeah. But also can't live like you are a can't mistake. Can't live in guilt. Yeah, you can't live like you're all, you are the mistake. We have yeah. to we have to have some kind of pride. But it I see definitely what you're saying, but it is also yeah, like so that's like we're lacking some sort yeah, of Yeah, how pride. much do you delve into the negative and the positive? Well, it's everything in life comes on a on spectrum. a pendulum. Yeah. yeah, it swings back and forth. It's on a spectrum, but and like, a pendulum on the spectrum. Yes, a pendulum Interesting. On the spectrum. Yes, I love that Everything analogy. Everything in life is a pendulum. That's on a spectrum true because it swings all back it, and forth at all different fucking. Yeah, all yep. in, in, it goes way too. It goes this way, and you're like, oh, this is nice. This is nice. This is nice. Well, okay, we're too fucking far. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah like, oh shit. It's literally like extreme. that boat ride at a fair. You know? Yeah, that's what I'm. Thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I love you're all that the way thing. up at the top. Like, okay, yeah. let's go back the yeah, other way. Like, there's one that goes all the way around. I guess that's probably what most of it would be. Mm-hmm. Like it's yeah. maximum extreming. Yeah. Okay. We're, let's take a quick pause because I got to pee. And okay. then we'll come back. I'll show you a TikTok. Yeah. Let and, me see the TikTok. and then we'll, we'll talk a little bit more comedy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we are taking a pause. We'll be right back. What it's doing. All right, guys. We're back again. I don't know if we were back for a minute or what, but we're back. Um, <laughs> And so, along with the two questions out the Taco Bell cup, taco, the Taco Bell two questions, <laughs> actually, I'm not even going to, no. <laughs> no. Taco Bell, I'm we'll not sponsoring you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's true. Free sponsoring? Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. yeah. I exactly. know your word. Taco Bell <laughs> needs to get behind this podcast, and all 50 people who check it out need to yeah. buy Taco Bell. <laughs> If they sponsor, if they sponsored us, but if, if they don't, if, if Taco Bell doesn't call me by the time this podcast comes out, don't ever yeah. go to Taco Bell again. Ever again. <laughs> okay, but Boycott. but besides that, um, I want to just add some random questions out of the thing, just to make it make it because I I could just ask those questions, but then I pick them and it's biased, and <laughs> I want to pull them out of the thing. So that's the new that new segment, and this new segment is I find a TikTok on TikTok. And I think it's funny, and I show it to someone, and you guys see it too. <laughs> Thanks for coming. <laughs> Are you gonna like put it on the screen for them too? Yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll just. I'm probably gonna remove because I don't know if I know how to do picture in picture. If I can't figure <laughs> yeah. it out from a YouTube video in, in ten minutes or less, they are going to get, just the TikTok. They're just gonna get just the TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm excited to see. This. All right. Let me turn the sound on, and you punch that you play, play on it. So your girlfriend keeps poking your bumhole every time she walks behind you. Well, here's how you're going to get her back. Step one, you're going to tell your girlfriend you simply had enough of these cold winter evenings, and so you're taking her on a romantic trip to the Croissant Capital, Paris, France. Step two, you pack your bags, book an Uber, and just as you're about to walk out that front door, you bend over to tie your shoes. Boom. Step three, your girlfriend plunges her finger towards your cornhole. You brace yourself, take a deep breath, allow her initial entry, and then clench your cheeks and twist fucking alligator drowning a baby gazelle. Your girlfriend's fingers shatter into tiny pieces. You see, those who live by the sword, my girlfriend, die by the sword. And today is your day of reckoning.
Step four, you simply head to the hospital, get her fingers sorted, make sure she's okay, and head home knowing she would never touch your cornhole again. Well done, mate. Justice has been served. <laughs> Then, I love that it's like a heist movie. <laughs> like, yes, it is. Like, she hyped it up. Oh my gosh. That was hilarious. Shout out to um, at Community Patrol on TikTok for that TikTok. <laughs> and it entertained me, so I saved it and I shared it on the podcast. That was good. That's, oh my. He just, I, is that something a lot of girlfriends do? Because I would never poke just, a bum hole? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just do that. Girls, girls just poke. No. Just as like a, like, it's not even like a. That's, yeah. It's not. It's like, it's, it's like you're in Walmart and you have to get something on the bottom shelf and yeah, she's like, ah! Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. I feel like that's a, hey, yeah, um, if this has ever happened to you, leave a comment on this video and we'll figure it out. <laughs> we might reply. I think that's my new thing. So I'm just going to awkwardly say stuff. Yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. I have a new thing every week. <laughs> Just keep changing personalities. Yeah. Uh, that, that's literally, that's another thing, is I don't even know who the fuck I am. I am I having comedy. the, oh, just specifically with comedy. Well, not, not just specifically with comedy. <laughs> I was like, but I, I, don't, I don't know where I'm at. Like, I don't know where I align because everyone seems to be crazy. <laughs> and I know I'm crazy too because I hear myself talk. <laughs> And so I'm like, man, what crazies am I alike? Should I join a tribe? You know, should a tribe? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It is hard to like um not beat I... up Steelers fans. <laughs> you just seem out in public in a Steelers jersey. Just... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. It is like tough to fucking know who you are. And like that's so much of what comedy is. I know what you what you mean with that. It's like if you don't understand who you are, you're kind of just trying to be someone else then. Yeah. And, but like, I don't think anyone really exactly knows who they are until they're old, until they're I real think old. you're right. And so, like 50s. The only way I can find to be true to myself is to follow my gut. Like, yeah. Advice is great. I, yes. At the end of the day, you gotta follow, I'm, your body knows sometimes. I'm doing my, I'm, I'm a, that's how I live my life is kind of like, so like, how I like, I live my life like how I took tests in high school. I didn't study. <laughs> what was your grade point average before you? Oh, I was I was like a three point three student. That's good. Oh yeah, yeah. I never stu- I was like, well, so that's thing, crazy. You no, never studied. I was super. I was that kid who like wouldn't turn in any homework at all and just get zeros on all the homework, but I just get a hundred percent on the test. Is that how your school was like, if you got 100% on the test, you didn't even need to bother with no, the that? No, I just was like B's because like I'd have oh. A's if I would have turned in the homework. Yeah, but you were able to like pull out B's just easy. Just on the That's test That's impressive. Taking. And it wasn't because I knew the subject. It was because I know how teachers make tests and I'd be like, she put that this there. This yeah. situation. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was, I've, I was good That's at like, impressive. just, I, I was never like... Sh- super excelling in a subject but I was good at understanding the teacher's hiding the answer in her wording yeah and so I would just I was just able to like follow that and get pretty good grades. pretty much A's yeah. on every test that's crazy <laughs> that's crazy I had a 3.94 and I was in like early college but I was stressing my I, I thought it mattered so much yeah. and then you grow up and you're like oh, and that, I could have done bullshit and wouldn't have changed anything that was for like a lot of classes like math like I would, I wouldn't do the homework, but 
I would pay attention in class in math and just be able to do it. But I was never good. Like I couldn't do math in my head, but if I wrote it out and took my time, I could do math. Yeah, like if you had like the formula. Yeah, basically. Yeah, exactly. And I'm good at remembering stuff. Like um history class, it was my favorite because I actually like history. I love history. Yeah. And like remembering a date is not that hard for me. Like mm. I can I'm I'm a weird, like, fun fact guy a lot of times. So, like, I'll just whip out a fact that means nothing. It's, like, my useless skill. It's, like, I can remember dumb facts forever. Do you have one to toss out? <sighs> oh. <laughs> See, they usually come up, like, conversationally. Yeah, not to, not to quiz but, you. Uh, quiz. I don't know. Shut pop quiz. But, yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I just have a lot. I, I have a decent bit of dumb facts, and I think that's what helped me with history. Just being able to retain, like, you already liked retaining that type of stuff. Yeah. And That's so history was not hard for me. English is, I don't know. I was just able to skate <laughs> through school. And then I went to college and dropped out because it's not the same. You can't just skate. You can't skate. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, uh, you know, when you're like going from elementary to middle, they're like, they're not going to take this bullshit over there. And then they do. Yeah. And then you go from middle to high school and they're like, they're not going to take the bullshit. And then, and then they, they do. do. And then college, they're like, we're not going to take the bullshit. <laughs> and some teachers did. Some teachers, Some yeah. professors did take crap. Like, I could... Some professors were all about the testing, and, like, I could get by in that class. That's good. But, like, also... But that's true. You get those ones that are real sticklers. Yeah, I had to... I, like, like my first week of classes, like, I just was drinking with all my buddies all the time. So, like, we'd even, like, last class of the day bring a beer in our Yeti <laughs> cup and, like, drink it in class. Yeah. And then, like... That's funny. I got pretty good grades that semester. Like, I got a 3.0, got Bs, straight yep. Bs, and... um. Then the next semester, I was like, you know, I'm going to leave the beer at home and stay home with it. <laughs> so, <laughs> is that a joke that you have? Like, I've never told like it on stage. Yeah, something. it was. Yeah, it like... was. But I've never, I've, never, uh, I've never told it on stage. It just funny, though. for that moment. I have a lot of jokes that I just use in life that I've written. Yeah, and then, me too, yeah. And I've never told them on stage. Because, like, I don't know. I need a... I feel like I don't have enough time to try all the jokes that I write like I have more and I want to work on one set so I don't yeah I don't try a lot of I don't know it's hard it is hard because when you get bogged down like I used to write so much lately I have have been struggling to write because it's like it's easier when you have that helmet on like this is all I fucking think about you know (laughs) but when you're when you're out of it it's it is harder but yeah it is um when you have all these jokes that's when open mics are the shit yeah because you're like Thank you. Well, I try to get three in a week, but I usually get two. That's really good. But that's like awesome. I'm trying to really tighten up one one set so I can win. I want to try and win this next contest. Yeah. Obviously, I'm going to try my best to win. Right. But it's hard to win there too. And that's in March, so like I have all this March. time. It's so much time, and um, I'm doing Front Street in March too, and that's ten minutes, and I. I've been Curious about that. I haven't been there. No. It looks good. It, uh, yeah, it looks good. Is that good. in Cleveland? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. And um, that's Kevin Morrison's show. And uh, yeah, I talked to him on Instagram the other day, and I ended up getting on doing the show in March, and he's coming on the podcast. But um, oh, that's awesome. That's ten minutes, and I only do ten minutes at pharmacy, and I do my five minute set, and I tell five minutes of random throw out oh, like just cool. try stuff at the beginning and then I'll do it and then I'll do five minutes or I'll just do my like I'll just do like a long like a seven yeah but you get ten there so I have I gotta by that time I gotta really feel like because I, I like it to kind of be 
kind of be a line that you could kind of follow. A lot of times, like, I can't get that perfectly, so I just switch topics. But mm-hmm. I like the end of one joke to somehow, yeah. be, even if I just have to throw in a reference to get it to the next joke. I, I like it to do that. Do yeah. you do that? Um, oh, what was his name? There was a comedian when I was um, uh, performing for uh, Santora's show. Uh, Chiselka? Chisel- Michael Chiselka. Michael Chiselka. He's been on my podcast. Really? He's awesome. Yeah, Michael and Chiselka he- was on the Dream Tour podcast in the oh, early wow. episodes a year before I was a comedian. Oh, that's cool. Wow, that's random. Yeah, yeah no, he, he gave me that note because I was feeling like a lot of mine were pieced together. And then he was like, you need to do that. And then I was like, I haven't been thinking about that mm-hmm. enough because it does make it flow so much more. Ease, more easily. Well, no, he told me. What? He said, uh, I said, like, like we were talking about caring about what people think mm-hmm. on the podcast. We had a really, like, pretty deep intellectual conversation. It was interesting because I was a 20-year-old talking to a 60-year-old. Yeah. And he was, like, experienced, a comedian, lawyer, very intelligent guy. Yeah, he said he performed with uh, Kinnison, like, in he multiple countries. He was Kinnison's opener, yeah, yeah. All over the world. That's crazy. And, um, he, uh, or maybe his feature. I don't know exactly which one, but he was yeah, before Kinnison. Yeah, and, probably um, a feature. And uh, he, uh, like we talked about, did a decent bit of comedy, talked about the world, social, society, and whatnot. And he uh, told me, like, that we were talking about people's opinions. And I was like, see, I, I don't know if I could do comedy. Like, I've always wanted to, but I don't know if, like, I don't want to, I don't want to make people, like, I wouldn't want to be mean to people. And he's like, well, you're not a comedian then. Oh, really? <laughs> I was like, all right. Like, okay. I was like, but that's, yeah, I, I don't think. But that. also, that's one of the reasons I was more inspired to try comedy. Really? Like, I got to find out. I got to find out if that, if like. If that, yeah, like, where that line would be. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, I think you, I mean, uh, Burbiglia, like, he's never jabbing, really. No. Like, his is. There's a lot of people who don't come at people. Yeah. And but, who are so funny. But there is no joke without a target. There's yeah, no such thing. Somebody, somebody's the target of your joke. Something is ha, the target. Something Some has idea. to be off. Yeah. I, yeah, that's interesting. Well, like, yeah, if you're telling, if I'm telling a jerk-off joke, I'm the butt of the joke. Yeah. If I'm telling a joke about me and my mom, me and my mom are the butts of that joke. One of us is, you right, know? Right, right. If I'm telling jokes about pot, it's pot's <laughs> the butt of the joke, or I'm the butt of the joke. That's like, an interesting so like, way to think about it. Like, that. a lot of times, you're the butt of the joke, but also, like, stereotype jokes, whoever the stereotype's against is kind of the butt of the joke. Like, yeah, there's no and that's why people call it punching down. Yeah, but it's not... I mean, jokes are jokes. They should be... Yeah. Comedy shouldn't be seen through the lens of the, the news. It's like, if we're going to start with media, start with film. Like, make films actually have, like, everyone represented. Don't get on comedians. For telling jokes about shit. Yeah, and because comedians are one person act, and I film having everyone represented. I think is. I think it should be done in an earnest way. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I. I'm, it's disgusting when it's done like. Just to, see, Star Wars has a black guy. You know, yeah, it's, yeah, like, it's like oh, we have a black guy <laughs> and a gay guy. Yeah, and, yeah, and, it's and, like, and a bi woman. Yeah, it's whatever, like, aren't all, we awesome? Yeah, just by showing it off, it seems yeah, wrong. It gross. does. It's shady. It's like yeah. it's like the companies they throw up a rainbow flag during yeah, the Pride emojis, Month, yeah. and they don't give a fuck about that. All they care is they more sales. It's because now it's more accepted. Yeah. If they were still, if and we were thirty years ago, you know what I mean? Like they didn't do that. Yeah. And um, they put a pride flag up now because it makes them extra sales in America yeah. during Pride Month. But they don't do that uh, 
Coca-Cola doesn't doesn't put up any pride flags over in the Middle East during Pride Month. They don't put that up. Oh, or even just like women's rights and shit. Too. They don't. Like, yeah, they don't. They don't celebrate that shit over there. They don't care about your. They're not trying to promote anything. They're trying to make sales. Yeah, it's like that demographic will like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. America, more people will like that. Yeah, exactly. that's what it boils down to. Mm-hmm. It's, it is gross. Yep. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a gross way to come at it. And yeah. I, I think when you're talking about representation in film, I think it needs to get away from this tip. The way that the Hollywood, label, the the Hollywood has been so far is, you know. Placemats. Yeah. And so if you want more people to be represented in films, then more people should be able to make independent. It should be you should make it a way so that more people can make independent films, so that people who are yeah. um, LGBTQ, Black, Hispanic, uh, Asian, underrepresented communities, the voices can be heard. They, Not they, like a white director being like, "Hey, we'll have other demographics in this." And, in the and even cast. if even if a white director does want to make a movie that has black, yeah. that's that's like black focused. Maybe he had a bunch of black friends in his life, and it's, right. a, it's a story he had. But if you make the films more independent and less corporate, and yeah. it actually comes from creative minds, representation yes. would find its own way. I definitely agree with you, because it's it's the empty shit that doesn't, that's what fades into the ether. It's the, like, passion projects that make it into the zeitgeist. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Exactly. You have to, it, it doesn't, it's, it's about more freedom. Not about trying to fit this image. It's about giving yeah. more opportunity. Like you have to be able to spread the opportunity of filmmaking. And, and, and filmmaking, it, it is elitist. Yeah, it's like you can't. Uh, a, a low budget movie is millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. It's like that's not what a fucking low budget movie is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And like, there's no, there's no theater to go see. Yeah, you can go to a film festival. Yeah, sure. There's a couple a year in your local city. <laughs> Right. At the art museum or whatever, you know, there's not a bunch of them right in your town, but you can't go like, okay, a movie theater has 14 rooms. 12 of them are playing blockbuster movies. Two of them could be playing independent short films that need funding, you know, like they could be promoting. They have the opportunity. It it is. I definitely agree with you. It is a a shame that short film is so like under, you know, not even necessarily short, but independent. Yeah, true. Independent in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because independent, like... I just love short films, personally, so I talk about them a lot. It really... Uh, it's cool, because no one talks about they're them. They're weird. They are. They're different. They have a whole different act structure, because they have that shorter... Yeah, they don't have, like, this... You could watch one that's 15 minutes long. Like, if you've ever been to a film festival, you watch one short film 15 minutes long, and it's this story, and, like... You get excited and you get sad and then you get happy and like it all comes together. But yeah. also, you could watch this three minute one that just gets more and more confusing and then just ends and you're like, "What the <laughs> fuck?" Like, yeah, it's di- you don't leave with this. Like when I leave a movie, I have the same feeling almost every time. It's like, "Oh, good, <laughs> good." It was the story ended all happy. I'm happy about it. Yeah, I, I want a little oh, bit more. Yeah, that's true. It's um, that's so true. Like, movies that end with, like, a negative tone, that's that's way more rare in America, specifically. Like, well, in Britain... In, 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 in Hollywood films, yeah. Yeah, if yeah. If you were to watch American independent films, there's plenty of sad endings or confusing endings or... Yeah. But people do want you to wrap it up with a bow tie. Like, people like that. Yeah, in, in, in Hollywood, it's like, there's so many... There, <laughs> there's... I, I, 
I feel like that that works. Yeah, yeah sure. We're gonna put a bow tie on my Christmas presents next year. It's just gonna be looking spiffy. Bow tie, yeah. cloth. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. That is interesting to think about. Like, uh, I don't know, film. Uh, so let's talk about your music. We haven't we haven't oh, delved yeah. into that at all. So you make music. I did not know this really? until today. Yeah, yeah. Um, I only knew you as a comedian until today. I, I started in 2019, and then since then I've wanted to at least release like an EP or something every year. Wow. Yeah. So this year I got an iPad. So you sing or do you mm-hmm. play instruments? I do both? real like bare bone. It's like just acoustic and voice pretty much. But I love oh. just like lyrics. I wish I could meet someone that is like sick at music editing mm. and has the same vision for shit because I I like doing like the the skeletal aspect like lyrics and then like the progression of the rhythm, mm. but after that it's so like what kind of genre, um like folky, folky. yeah like um, I love like sad love songs are my favorite okay. thing. So so if you're a singer you can sing sad love songs. If there was a rapper. Right, yeah. that wanted a feature that has a girl who sings sad love songs, and they're singing a sad love rap. That's interesting. What rapper would you think would fit your feature, like Whoa. that you would feature well with? That's interesting. Because admittedly, because rappers reach into other genres all the time. I didn't know that. I thought but, it was more all rap. Well, for singers, there's plenty of rap songs that have a singing singing yeah. verses in them from someone who's from a different genre. That's Would true. you know any rappers that, or like I I know um like we're just someone that I might know yeah like there's this one um I'm a rapper. have you heard Sunday I think it's is it Earl Sweatshirt mm-hmm. <laughs> but I love Sunday okay. I, I admittedly though I really I've been meaning to like look into rap way more because I really don't know a lot hmm. um, there's so many different types yeah I like the ones that are more like in what I like like Sunday's kind of more in like a sad like mm-hmm. love song genre yeah. type thing. Um, but also like just like an isolation, I guess, theme hmm. in general. But yeah, um, that's a cool question. But I wish I had a more yeah, knowledge you, in the I genre to like choose. Yeah, I'm a like rap fan, so like yeah. that's the genre I know. That's why I was asking that. So, like, so like, hmm, who are your like name like like if you were listening to three musicians today and you just had to pick your three favorites and you're just gonna listen to their three songs for today. What three musicians would that be? Ooh. Um, Joni Mitchell pops right up in my head. Okay. Um, I'm so sad that she's off Spotify now. <laughs> she's off Spotify? Yeah, because of all the Rogan stuff. Her she and Neil did, Young. She did it with Neil Young? Yeah. And That's I've been so missing dumb. the Neil Young songs, too. Um, That's so weird. Yeah. I feel like um, you said just for today. Like, three like, artists for today. Yeah. Like, you're, like real, like, what you're feeling today. Yeah. Um, I feel like Joni Mitchell, there are some Beatles bangers that I do love. And then, um, hmm. Ooh, it's so hard to choose three. No. Uh, for some reason, Karen Dalton popped up. I have been listening to her, to her today again, mm-hmm. but she's like a folk. Uh, do you know much about like, um, have you seen Inside the Lewin Davis? Mm-mm. Oh, that's an awesome Coen Brothers movie. Okay, I'll have to check um, it out. Yeah, but it's basically in that setting where it's like 60s, 70s New York, Greenwich Village. Mm. And that's when like folk and comedy were huge there. Yeah. And like The Gaslight, like um, Marvelous Miss Maisel, mm. that's set in the same setting. I, if I could go anywhere, if I could like travel back in time, that'd be where I would go. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know where I'd go if I could travel back in time. I was going to ask you. Yeah. Where would I go? <laughs> yeah. I don't, 
Like, where would your soul take you if you had to go somewhere? I think I feel like I'm meant to be here. Really? Wow, that's amazing. I don't know if I should be anywhere else in time because I wouldn't make sense there. You just feel like, yeah, there's an intentional. Well, well, yeah, I have a, like, there's a lot of, there's a lot of freedom today in today's society. I have a lot of free time to do stuff like this and comedy and other types of things and try and. True. Like, I wouldn't fit in in a different time. Hmm. I feel like you would fit in in like the 60s somewhere. Yeah, 60s. Yeah. Maybe like the 60s. 60s was like the, yeah, like it's getting. Yeah, I would too. <laughs> like psychedelic. You have a lot of psychedelic imagery. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do. I do. I would probably do good in like the 60s or even like the 70s. 70s probably yeah. too, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. I like today because I feel like it's, I don't know, it's better than it's ever been before. There's always been more yeah, problems. Yeah, it's been in the a past. constant evolution it, every, it doesn't feel like it it always gets better but we always point out the negatives because when you point out the negatives it's supposed to inspire people to fix those problems right and it keeps getting better but we always are still pointing out the next negative that's just our yeah. our instinct it's weird that like louis ck jokes keep getting brought up because he has that joke about like black people wouldn't like anything before the 80s it's like no thank you i don't want to go <laughs> <laughs> it's like, dang, that is true. It's like, that's a white privilege to be able to be, like choose anywhere in time and go there and probably yeah. be fine. Yeah, they'd have to get, like, they'd have to go back to like 1500, you know, before. Yeah, they, like, bef- yeah, before they- <laughs> like, back to like the roots, which I don't know what was going on in Africa, though. I think there's a lot of terrible shit there, too. Africa wasn't great. Yeah. Before, um... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, well, they actually, before the Europeans got there, it probably was fine. It's probably like mm-hmm. a lot like Native Americans, a lot like... Yeah, we imperial, they imperialized. Yeah, spiritual, and they had their small tribes and small different belief groups, and yeah, like yeah shamans small. and different tra- small different traditions and families. Right. I mean, it, it was probably really hard environmentally, because Africa in general is hard environmentally. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's so much different... Um, I remember talking to my grandma, and she was like, I said Egypt was in Africa, and she's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just funny. No, yeah, she had no idea. And it's like, Most people yeah, Africa is crazy. Africa yeah, yeah. Like, but, there's so much going on. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. The world history is insane. There's so much that went on. One of my favorite videos ever is the, um, the history of the entire world, I guess. What's that one? It's like this, like... I don't know, 18, 19 minute video, but basically this guy goes from the Big Bang to today. Oh, wow. Talking really fast and telling you about all the things that happened. It's, it's, it's pretty funny, but he gives it a like, really funny, like, simple explanation. <laughs> it's, it's like, he's like, yeah, then we were fish, and then we were like, oh, maybe maybe the sun stuff is cool. Oh, no, I can't do the sun. That's oh, wow, funny. look, I developed skin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's funny. That reminds me of the, um, have you seen the, like, Quick Rabbit where they do movies like that? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that reminded me of that. It's it's a good video. That it's funny. Good. It's funny. I I I love to watch it. You know, take some mushrooms. Just go. <laughs> and it sounds like it would be like educational too. Oh no! It yeah, it is an educational overview. video. Yeah, it's just a, a casual overview of the history of the entire world. That's cool. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. I uh, history is a, a fascinating subject. Yeah, it really is, and like evolution, it's it's so weird. I feel like we hold ourselves in such high esteem, but like. We're just we're animals. The, we're just trying yeah, to Yeah, we're the first iteration of after animal. You know what I mean? I still think of us as animals. But no. We're intelligent. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But we're still. And I, I agree with you. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, we're not 
completely not animals now. Like, mm-hmm. we're the first human. We're self-recognized. Like, we understand. Yeah, sentient. We can reflect. We can reflect. We're sentient. There's all these yeah. words for it. We're um, conscious, fully conscious. Yeah. But are we fully conscious? Yeah, the vast majority of people know, really. All right, let me um, ask you about this. So, mm-hmm. I just recently heard of the egg theory. Have you ever heard of the egg theory before? This sounds familiar, but I can't explain it. <laughs> so this might be the theory right now that I believe is the world. I mm. think this is what we're doing. Um, do you believe in like reincarnation in any sort? I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. So before... I feel like inter-universal. Like, so before I heard this egg theory, my belief was... Um, so yes... Everybody is connected in this weird spiritual way that we don't understand through our energies because a person who died 3,000 years ago has decomposed and been re-put into the environment and his because matter can't be destroyed mm. or created. Or so, energy. Yeah, so his matter and, the matter, matter and energy of every person that's ever lived is still around us and it's probably what makes us up, you know? Mm. Like a tiger ate a caveman. And the tiger died and got eaten by the birds, and the birds right. died and got eaten by the worms, and what? And it's and the plants sucked it up, and then put so all the energy that's on the earth is the same stuff, just reused and recycled all this yeah. time. So I it's always Mufasa. Be- yes, it's a circle of life. <laughs> so I always believed we were all connected somehow through that, but I've also mm-hmm. always kind of thought like everyone is the same person, like we're all the same person, just with different perspectives and circumstance. Like, so we've lived different lives, but we all start as just kind of this thing that can become anything. I agree with that. Uh, different inputs create different outputs, but they, they studied like babies and there is, we do have like innate senses of fairness, like babies in all different countries hmm. had similar reactions to different stuff. Like if something was unfair, hmm. you know, there's another study on babies. I recently heard about from Reddit, um, <laughs> They took 40 babies, and they detached them from all human contact. Oh, my God. And they, like, this was, like, in the 60s or something. When they were yeah, that's fucked up shit. And they yeah. took 40 babies, and um, they would detach them from humans. So all they would do is get changed and fed by someone all dressed up, and they couldn't see their face. Wow. And so um, most of the babies died. From Really? They just gave up and died because they had oh no connection. Oh, my God. And then they, like, stopped trying, that... to, they'd stop trying to eat and stop crying they just give up and um and like stop trying to connect with the person feeding them yeah and then um once they stopped trying to connect it was just a matter of time before they before they died i don't know exactly how long long. but um and then eventually they gave up on it and they gave the babies to families and some of the babies lived but a lot uh, uh, uh uh some of them still died once they were given to their families wow. given to a family that would become theirs yeah they died because they had already given up before they left the experiment like they had given up but not died yet yeah they had stopped attempting to they make connection so they just gave up and just there That's was no like crazy. health reason there was no like toxicity in the air or anything like in, a, in an autopsy that they could discover that killed them besides the fact that they didn't have human connection how does reddit work like I don't know. It was a. It was is a it TikTok. like to a scholarly or like a anything? Because it's like I hate that. About no, this the could internet. just be a guy. Yeah, it could just be someone story. like yeah. But it's like that's really interesting though. It was a TikTok of the what are the worst experiments you've ever heard of in history? Oh yeah, that's definitely. It was like would be 
the worst. There was like, like three of them. Like it's the only one I remembered because it was I was like that's fucked. But they did a lot of fucked. I, I saw this one documentary about these twins. There was like an orphanage or something that was separating twins and studying them. I don't know when the camera. Oh, the camera shut off like a couple seconds ago. So perfect. Oh, okay. We get it right back on. <laughs> All right, we're back. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they separated these twins. Um, uh, and would study them, like someone would come to the house and study their development and shit, but never told them that they were twins. Mm. And they found out when they were like adults, it was like specifically about these triplet males. Hmm. Interesting, weird. yeah. It's so weird, but oh, the egg theory, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So, I got distracted. <laughs> but yeah, so the reason I thought about the, the uh, changed my belief to this egg theory might be, might be it. Is, so the egg theory is that we're all reincarnated, yeah. but you're, we're all the same person reincarnated at different times in different places throughout history. So where every single person in every single time is just all of us, we are the same person. And we are an egg that once we figure out how to realize this and become this being that we could be as a group, we become a god. So like we're an egg to become a god that could create a universe and take it and start this again. So like we're the egg as, huh. a, as a society that eventually we will figure out that we're all the same, we're all one. Oh. And, we could, how, and almost every religion has this general idea behind it as well. That's interesting too because to become a god, you know, if we became that intelligent to understand that, it almost stands to reason that, that then we would create another yeah. something mm -hmm. and that then you would be a god, you mm -hmm. know? Yeah, so like we're one being eventually going to figure it out or not maybe we fail yeah. but figure it out and become That's god god beings well, how would like a planet of people they would just all be individual god beings i don't know yeah i wonder if there would be like some celestial something some celestial like <laughs> like everyone show. came together yeah. Yeah. yeah to one person and then it's like is you that person what do they look like <laughs> you ever watch love death and robots no, but I've heard things about it. There's an episode about um, a civilization inside their freezer. They like open up their freezer <laughs> and there's this tiny civilization inside. And it's just this couple eating pizza, drinking wine, watching it. It's this little short, and they um, it's on Netflix. And they um, okay, yeah, I've seen it before, but and like that one's really good. It's almost like that. It's like the civilization somehow becomes one at the end and like figures it all out. <laughs> But that's like, interesting. I don't know. I don't know. I, I hope that's what it is, honestly. that's I've never heard that before. Yeah, the egg theory. I like it. Yeah, so essentially we would hatch into a god. Yeah, we would hatch <laughs> into a god somehow. Interesting. Once we have figured out how to stop judging I, and, I love and hating and doing, yeah. all the wrong, doing all the bad stuff. And how we once we figure out the point that like we could become one perfect society, we could become a god. Yeah. But I'm see, I'm not a... Um, what's a perfect society called? Uh, uh, utopia? Yeah, I'm not a utopian. Like, I don't think that we'll ever reach a utopia. I don't believe that. If but we maybe became god people. If, but if we became <laughs> god people, I don't think that's anywhere near my lifetime. Yeah. If we all realize, yeah. but like, that, if we want to become god people, we would just be one. We would all become one, one god. being. Yeah. And, and, and it's interesting. Like, we There's all, a lot of variables to, like, in terms of evidence of yeah. that being in place already. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's that is like That's really interesting. Almost the idea of 
Catholicism because their idea is we are one body in, in Christ. And so you all go to the same place, heaven. Yeah. And you die. But where, does ba where do babies there. come from? Do they come from heaven? Do they come from this place? The idea... Limbo, isn't that what... Isn't that yeah, yeah. But the idea is that um, of this, I guess not of this egg theory, but of what I believe, what I think the egg theory would be to me. Yeah. I don't know if this is... Because that's, <laughs> that's all I understood, uh, all that I heard this video on. But what I would think is that when you die, you go to this exact, this dimension, and when you're born, you come from this dimension, it's all the same dimension. Oh, interesting. And in there, it's one energy that is human energy. And you're just a piece of that human energy put into a circumstance. You live your life, you grow a perspective, you become, you have a different personality, but eventually we can figure out how to merge. Merge. Yeah, yeah. all of that. That's interesting. I thought it was interesting. That is interesting. Huh. Yeah. It, I, I've always been attached to that universal idea that there's infinite universes. And mm. I feel like if there's reincarnation, I can't imagine it would be just to our planet. Mm. You know, it That's feels, interesting. It feels like it would be... I like that. Yeah. Yeah, mm. and then, then you're like a whole different species. And it, and it makes it make sense, too, how you would just have no recollection. Like, you're a baby all of a sudden in this whole different universe... Or a slightly different one. Yeah, I'm like an alien. My my dick's purple. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Or like you're so an alien you're gym. in the the one universe that the only difference today is that you bought Pepsi today. Oh yeah. You know, and that's the only dip because it's infinite on that spectrum pendulum. Yeah, it could be. It could be. <laughs> every single decision, there's yeah. there is a universe for every single like every yeah, single like person's the, every single decision. Like the Rick and Morty too, just where it's ridiculous. Like the phone pizza. Did you see that episode where they're like hopping through? I've seen them all, unless they're like not on Hulu yet. Um, I think they have them all. I think it's four seasons, right? Yeah, four seasons are on Hulu. So I yeah, seen it, yeah. Um, but they have one where it's like um, they're going through universes and they have a runner throughout the show. Where mm -hmm. like first it's. I think a purse. Oh yeah, the couches. Yeah, the couches. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. yeah they're like, exactly can this. I get one phone with whatever? Yeah, or like, and he's yeah, talking on, on a the human. human. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then it's a human ordering yeah. a pizza, yeah. and he's like, and he's like can I get people. one couch? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. Oh man, exactly. What's one of your? What's your favorite animated adult animation? <laughs> um, I mean, I love Rick and Morty, but yeah. my favorite anime, Naruto. Ah, <laughs> it makes sense. It was great. It makes it was sense. Amazing. I really I just don't. It this past wow, year that ramen looks good. Yeah, yeah, Ichiraki ramen. You know, what you know about Ichiraki. I, I've never watched Naruto. I'm actually I've majored in two D animation. You should. And I don't know Naruto. any anime. You should watch Naruto. It's a lot I'm of Japanese. I'm but not it's sure. I, I'm not sure if I'm on the genres. If I'm of the, I, I don't know what to expect. I guess I know I would like Miyazaki. I it's, think it's a. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't seen that. But oh, okay. um, I've only seen Naruto anime-wise. Oh, really? Yeah, but it is one huh. of the greatest shows I've seen in all of television. Is it they have powers and they... So they're ninjas, <laughs> right? Oh! So they're ninjas and they do have... They, bound, they use their chakra. Their chakra is their power. Okay. And they have different abilities and whatnot. But okay. the show in general, like the arc, mm -hmm. it's a long show, but... It starts from him as like a, like a fourteen year old to like a young adult. Like he grows up and he gets older as the show goes on. He matures, his attitude changes, and like he learns more about his life and develops these relationships. And 
he is pretty much the town loser. Like, he has a oh. demon inside of him. And everyone knows he has a demon inside of him. He doesn't. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah, he has a, <laughs> he has a demon fox spirit inside What's of him. What's his name? Nar- yeah. Uh, the, uh, What's Naruto mean? Naruto's his name. It is his it's name? The main character's name, yeah. Naruto Uzumaki. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and Naruto is... Um, okay. Yeah, but basically... Like, he doesn't have any family or parents, and he has a fox demon inside of him that mm. what was put inside of him to save the village because the fox demon was killing everyone in the village. Oh, and it's inside so of him, like... and he's containing it. It was put in him when he was a newborn the day he was born. Wow. He doesn't know about it. Only the elders of the vi- village like are allowed to tell him. No one's allowed to tell him. But he's shunned and rejected. Oh, and he from just thinks it's because it's him. He thinks it's him. That's and he sad. Wants... Why wouldn't they tell him? It's so it's a super oh, sad emotional show. Like I cried. Will... Like I cried all Yeah, they think the fox is gonna break out that of him. That sounds good. Him yeah. And I never realized. So basically it was like yeah, that. he's like shunned and no one treats him well, but eventually he like forms relationships with people and basically he's shunned and he Thank thinks the only team. way because they're a village of ninja. There's villages of regular people, but there's multiple ninja villages in the oh. world, and ninjas have powers, and the regular people don't, and they protect the people from around them. Okay. They're like the army of their world. And But he thinks the only way that he can make people recognize him is if he become, becomes the best ninja to ever live, the strongest yeah. ever. Ugh. And he's like this loser That's in school. Good. Yeah, it's a That's great That's a really show. good... I might fucking... That's insane that you just made me want to watch Naruto. Oh, Because I literally am not an anime person. Yeah, it... I that, that's that what I said until I watched Naruto. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's one of the best stories. It's super long, but yeah. if you take... The thing is, a lot of it's in Japanese. Okay. Yeah. I like, like, South Korean zombie movies and stuff. Yeah, so, so the, you can watch it in English through the whole first... So there's Naruto... Mm-hmm. Shonen Jump, and then there's Naruto Shippuden. <laughs> Naruto Shonen Jump is on Netflix, and it is his um, youth, like he's younger. Which came out first? Uh, Naruto it Shonen Jump. It was the Jump. youth one. Yeah, so Shonen okay. Jump is about his grasp of his powers, and it, you meet, you slowly meet his who are going to be his enemies in the next show. Oh, cool. And the enemies in the next show are very serious, like, world threats. So is it not super action-y initially? Uh, yeah, initially, it's a lot of character development. I like so the that. Shonen Jump is, like, character development, but there is some action in there. Yeah. But, and then and then Shippuden is his teenage years, his upper teenage years, where he's kind of honed his skill. He's he's actually, like, he's not a pussy anymore. He's not, he's not, he's not weak. <laughs> he's not a He's, he's he's what you wanted. Yeah, that sounds good. It's real good. Wow. Huh. Okay. Bojack would have been mine. And Bojack. I just feel like it oh my stands... gosh, I love Bojack. Isn't it? Uh, I I describe it as like a work of art. It's like it's not it's so artistic. It, yes. Oh, it's so artistic. It um, it makes you feel what it would be like to be that guy. Like you yeah. actually understand. Like there are horses and <laughs> yeah, it's so it's, silly it's and so, so deep. It's so deep. It's about it. It's <sighs> that. What is he? Uh. He was like an 80s sitcom yeah, star. in the 90s. In the 90s. <laughs> yeah. It was a 90s sitcom star yeah. who has nothing going anymore. Kind of like Bob Saget. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. It was so sad. So good. Like, but it just so gets good. into the human condition so much through the lens of fame. Yeah. Which is really interesting. Yeah. Uh, I love it. 
humans are weird creatures and shows that can express like that's what i love about naruto it does express something that's really true the fact to humanity. that it's character driven i never really realized that and that's, that's well, what that's i what, think matters the most that's what thing that's what anime is mainly it's Really? Cartoons that are very, like, the characters are really developed. It's these long stories about their okay. lives. And I, I think a shonen jump is, a like, a type. I'm not an expert on anime. Yeah. Anime, but I think a shonen jump is typically, like, a type of anime about, like, the beginnings of a character and not, like, their, their ultimate triumph. It's about the beginnings. And then, like, I don't know what, That's like, cool. yeah. But so like it's it, that's it's, so relatable. I mean, mm-hmm. everybody feels like that. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, it's it's one of the best shows I've ever watched. Wow! But I gotta pee again. Okay. <laughs> and then when we come back, when we come back, we'll um, talk about comedy and music and where we can check you out, okay. and then and then we'll and then we'll head out for the for the day. Awesome. <sighs> and we are back again. I'm sorry. I just keep having to pee. I, it's it's <laughs> happened. I drank a liquid IV, a coffee, in a couple a couple high minutes. It happens. But uh, so let's uh, talk about like what's your typical week in comedy? What's what places do, would you haven't been this last month? But what places do you hit in a, yeah, in a, usually, in a normal week? In a normal week, like when I was really like hammering in, I've been focusing on music the last month, but hammering in on comedy, I used to do Chong's, but she's now Twisted Bell. Okay. And then uh, Funny Stop, and then basically any other gigs. I know Harvey had that Windsor show. Um, but yeah, currently, I've just been focusing on the Funny Stop, really. But now, funny Stop. Yeah, because I've been wanting to do... I haven't been writing as much, so there's not as much material to do at to like open mics. Yeah. yeah, I've been trying to like hone in on the cream of the crop mm-hmm. type of... Yeah, Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at, too, right now, is just like... Yeah, I've, saying, I've stopped yeah. writing as much as I was because I was writing like almost five minutes. It can every ruin week. your life sometimes. Like you're hanging out with people and you're like, hang on a second. Yep, yep, I do that. I do it all the time. I do that all the time. It's annoying. Time. Yeah, it's like, oh, but yeah, and I'm putting the notes in. But right now, I'm kind of looking back at what I've told over the last six months and punching it up, like getting it nice. Better. Yeah, yeah. That's what I've been doing. But yeah, so you, we can see you at the funny stop on. Wednesdays, Wednesdays, I'm trying to get weekend shit more. Yeah, some more weekends there. Yeah. And then Twisted Melt on Tuesdays if, um, if you're coming out. Because when this comes out, it'll be almost almost a couple weeks, like three three or four weeks from now. Yeah. I, I'm, I I'm, I'm like a stack. If I'm out of my, if I'm out of my uh, anti, like, open mic phase, then You'll I would be definitely be going there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then music, where could we, where, where do you oh, yeah. get checked out? Um, so I have... Uh, it's all on Spotify, but basically with DistroKid, you can it's everywhere. Your like, DistroKid, yeah, you yeah. can find it. Yeah. No, I don't know all about DistroKid. Yeah. I got a, I got a couple of friends who are rappers. It's it's a lifesaver to have DistroKid because it does get you onto everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. So like with your music, you put out music that's on Spotify and everything under Samantha Archul. Yep. And then, um, so how? So you're putting out an EP a year, you said? Yeah, I'm trying to at least put out one thing every every year. Okay, that's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. So, uh, shoot, you can check you out on Spotify and all those places. Man, I had a good, I had a music question, and it's uh, fading right now. It's somewhere is it in like, there. ooh, I want you to remember it. Yeah. Um, is it about like writing or? Yeah, it's kind of okay. Like in your process, though. Yeah. So in your process, are you one of those people that shows up to the studio and like? It's like you have a notebook full of lyrics, or you like 
Um, so, dude, I had one studio experience. I paid them like a thousand dollars, and I can't. Um, I don't know theory. Like, I I know how to play guitar. I do what feels natural. I think mm. it sounds like uh, I just focus on capturing a feeling and a progression. And they're always like a minute and thirty. They're like or two. They're very short, like mm. just emotional captures. I feel like, but um. Yeah, I had a terrible experience with a, with a studio because I paid them like a thousand dollars, and he wasn't listening. Like he was making me have to do play to a click track, mm -hmm. and that's separating the guitar and the words. But like the way I write, since I don't know theory, I write them together. Mm -hmm. So I don't do it by like this is four beats of whatever. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? So I was like, I don't. And it's like you can't do like a '50s style like recording me playing it together on a mic. Well, like it, I I spent so many hours there and money, and then like it sounded like not, it sounded like pieced together. The times weren't right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's like, yeah. it's like, you have to listen to who your person is. You can't just make everybody do. Yeah. And you're not, yeah. You need to be like in Nashville or something where they have that type <laughs> of capabilities where they can record with the, you playing the guitar and the voice at the yeah, same like time. Yeah. Like just like, I feel like there's, um, I mean, Aerosmith made like even the classic rock bands, they would record all together. Mm -hmm. Like, um, you, do you know Sweet Emotion, how it starts out with that, it's like a slow maraca at first, mm -hmm. um, that's a sugar packet, I really? heard him talking, yeah, uh, Steve Tyler was talking, it was, they did, lost their maracas, and then he just did that with a sugar packet. Real close to the mic, that's yeah. awesome, that's super cool. Isn't that neat? Yeah. Yeah. All right, so, we're, uh, approaching two hours here, but... Before we get out of here, I do want to do some shout outs for you. So like, let's shout out your social media and everything. Oh yeah. Uh, and tell everyone where to check you out. Let me, wait, is the camera, <laughs> the camera off or something? What's going on here? Oh, did it die? Oh. Oh no. Oh, it says the card's full. Okay, well, this part will be audio, and then I'll have to delete. I'll have to save and delete. You can delete. just show uh, pictures of the social media. Yeah, and show pictures of social Bam. media. Oh, yeah, yeah. Shout your social medias <laughs> out, and uh, we'll head out of here. Yeah, uh, it's just Samantha, A-R-C-H-U-A-L, and then that's Facebook and Instagram. And okay. I don't use my Twitter. So, Face, so Facebook and Instagram, we can check you out. Samantha, A-R-C-H-U-A-L. Yep. Yeah. Um, all right. Thank you so much for coming on Thanks today. Thanks for this having me. Yeah, it was fun. I was just yeah. like hanging out. All like. over the place. It was all over the place. <laughs> I, I, Akron's most random podcast. Thank yeah. you guys for checking it out. <laughs> Thanks for coming to Duke It Out with us. And um, come back next week. I don't know. Like, yeah. subscribe or something. <laughs> if you want. <laughs> yeah, if you want. I don't know. Do what you want. <laughs> Thank you.